Adult Dude Having Discourse is a new podcast by JTMNetworks.com, hosted by Todd the 206 Geek. In this podcast, Todd will share his thoughts on many different topics. But because he's ADHD, how long before he either loses interest in the topic or switches topics altogether? Tune in and find out by going to www.adhd.rocks. That's ADHD.rocks. Welcome to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Don't everybody speak at once. Oh, hey. Well, I'm sorry. My, my, my computer is like screwing up on me right now. But hey, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and me, Cousin Todd. I think um, we, Jamal, I want you to repeat verbatim what you just said to us before before we hit the record button. That you're on, what, what are you I, on right now? I am on like four Monster Energy drinks, three coffees, and very little patience. Everybody's been warned. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, God. You know what? This is like the second show in a row where I'm fucking up intros. I'm like the worst host ever. Um, <laughs> so, like I'm no. just like 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 last week. I, I I'm just like like after the music is playing, we I'm like, all right, hey guys, what's going on? So here's a problem that I'm having. It's like fuck all of you guys. <laughs> um, and now today it's just like my my. The funny thing is like as the music is playing. I, I see like a notification that your internet is like out and I'm like sitting here and then the music is still going. I'm like, I can hear, I can still hear things. And then the music cut out and then I hear Marianne speaking and I'm like, oh, that's my cue. And <laughs> I'm just, I am, oh, wow. Okay. Tired. So ladies and gentlemen, yes, I have been up since 5.40 this morning uh, doing the Lord's work. And when I say the Lord's work, I mean the Lord's work. Um, it's been it's been a crazy day today for me. I um, but thank first of all thank you for uh, tuning in wherever you are, however you are listening. Uh, thank you for making us part of your day, or uh, yeah. in some of y'all's cases, uh, thank you for making us part of your graveyard shift. Um, I, uh, I I was uh, telling one of my my coworkers uh, how much like like what my I'm like man um, I got a big day today. I got all this stuff going on, and I got my podcast that I got to do. And they're like, you're going to do all this and you still have time to, to do a podcast. And I'm like, let me tell you something. If I did not have this podcast right now, I don't even know what I would be doing. Dude. I, I would probably. Lifeline. I mean, yeah. Like I, this, this right here is, is, uh, it, you know what this is like? It's almost like. It's, it's the cherry on top of your week. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. But, I mean, it's, um, it's, like, it's like having a Sunday and having your cherry on top. No, this is <laughs> no, this is actually. You know what? It's it's like uh, it's therapeutic because yes. I know, like, even if I had a short day and I come here and I and I take like a, a, a nap or I'm watching, I'm binge watching TV shows or whatever, 
And I'm like, ugh, I got to do this podcast. And then when I'm doing it and I see you guys, it's like, oh, yay. I'm all chipper and shit. And it's like, um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm feeling good. Uh, yeah. I'm all like, hey, I, this is why we do this, you know, because right. I don't feel like slip my wrist in a warm bath. So it's like, this Come keeps on. me from so this keeps me from he's doing joking, that. folks he, yeah he, no he would never no would never. um but, but um i do um i do want to read hold on, this hold on. Uh, did i i at that exact time that you were saying you felt like you froze so i didn't hear what you said oh, shit. Did you, oh. were you saying and, and and then i hear cousin todd pop in with he's just kidding folks what did and so i missed completely what you said oh wow okay so I, now you're gonna I'm repeat glad. it I will gladly repeat that. Uh, <laughs> I said, no, this, this podcast, you know, makes me feel uh, like I um, like without this podcast, I'd probably be like slitting my wrist in a warm bath or something. Oh my God. There okay. you go. And that's why um, I'm going to take this opportunity to say, if, if any of our listeners are feeling this way, feel free to text 741-741. That's the crisis number. Yes. And just type Hello. It's seven four one seven four one. Google Hello. the crisis crisis hotline as well. Well, it is it is the crisis number, so that way you can text somebody and a oh, so somebody will somebody. respond. No, you don't have to oh, call. Cool. That's yeah, you don't have to call anybody anymore. You can text somebody. Which, if you're like me, texting. I mean, I I would be very intimidated with trying to call somebody. Like, hey, you know, I I don't feel good. I'm mentally not okay, and I want to check out. And but a little the faint thread wants you know to to a spider web of hope. Instead of having to call, I, I would feel like you know this is something I, I try to share on my my Facebook page, and I, I'm like I see people post this all the time, and to me it's the most ridiculous. I I have a hard time with anybody who posts. Hey, if you're ever suicidal, reach out to me. I'll no matter what, no matter what time of day, I'll answer my phone. And it's usually somebody who I'm like, you're an asshole that I wouldn't want to talk to on my good days. Why would I call <laughs> you when I'm having a bad day? Because right? I already know that what, that you're somebody who who absolutely yeah. like roasts people or yeah. you know gets off on saying shitty things to people because it's funny. Why would I fucking call you? Why right. would I call you? And when you yeah. post something like that to me. I, Although I know that you think that it means well, all I think you're doing is is Trolling. stroking your own ego, yeah. and it makes it's you a, feel good. It has nothing to do with our audience. It's, it has nothing to do with the people who really need it. That's why I'm like, don't call me. Look, I'm a great listener, but I'm not a professional, and I'm not trained. Don't call me. You know why? Because you need somebody. If you're in that situation, and I don't know, I think you know, we've talked about before in the past about yeah. – about where we've all been on levels yeah. of, of, you know, suck starting a pistol. And I'm like, text 741-741. Don't call yeah. me. Text it's... because it's, it's they will have a, a professional. They, they text you back right away. And just to do a quick little assessment, and then they have an actual person. So the first two texts are automated, and then the third text is an actual person texting. So I have to ask, is that something you came up with yourself, or did you hear suck start a, a pistol someplace else? Oh, my gosh. I don't know why we keep freezing here. What 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 came up with what? Uh, you said... Uh, suck starting a pistol? Yes. Did you come up no, with that, it, or did you hear that someplace? 
it's something I I heard it from a, a particular a, a comic that I um, used to associate with. And I'm not going to say the name because I already know that it'll just wind you up and spin you off. So oh, that guy. I'm just gonna okay. Leave it uns- yeah, I'll just leave it unspoken. Yeah, it sounds but, like something um, you would say. Yeah, oh, and that's and that's just him. it though. It's just that to me, I'm we, more interested. We got a <laughs> we got a chat line. I want to know. Like, put it in the chats. P- people are like, I'm going to be like. Uh, I'm gonna be like, oh, that yeah. guy, yeah, fuck him. I know, yeah. I know. Okay, but no. it, but as, the yeah, thing too, though, is just that. But this information is something, especially you know, right now, um, as somebody who is a safety professional, and I've been talking with a lot of other safety professionals, and one of the things that I've started incorporating, like when I teach first aid CPR now, I include a bit about suicide prevention. Um, when I teach safety to the mass masses and, and groups, I touch on suicide prevention. And one of the things that I share is that that text number seven four one seven four one. And you could even text them just if you want to test it out just to see what the response is. They're okay with that. But right now, we are we've all been dealing with COVID now for too long. Ever. And over two, almost two years, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's coming up on the two year mark, and I don't know about you guys, I'm I'm absolutely exhausted and burnt out on it. But my biggest fear, my absolute biggest, and this is something that I've been talking to other safety professionals about for a while, that COVID itself is not near as as damaging as the mental health crisis that is coming, and it's we've we're already seeing a lot of. of of um, fallout that would definitely fall under that mental health crisis. And we're going to start seeing more and more. And that's why, you know, suicide is, is definitely a part of that. And so being able to have that text number that you can, you can share that with somebody. Hey, and I, I, you know, I encourage everybody put that on your, on your Facebook page, suicide prevention, text seven, four, one, seven, four, one. 741741. And you can text hi, you can text hello, you can text home. There's a lot of different help, a lot of those different things. And they recommend the different things just because of what it lets them know where you heard of the information at. Somewhat, you know, but the reality is, is that if you just even text help, you know, help or hello, or it gives you, it helps you to know that there's somebody else out there. It's really, matters that if you are in a really bad position and and you're very mentally not in a good place that that shame and guilt of trying to reach out to a family or friend member because you don't you know you're not going to you're not going to share that information but if it's an anonymous person that you don't know on the other end of a of a phone and you can just say hello and somebody else responds and you know that you're not alone that there's somebody else there that says you know hey we, you know, it, you, you do matter and you can get through this. Let's see what we can do to help get you through this together. Yeah. So, sorry. Rant. No, hey, that's my little, my little rant. That's, that's not a bad rant to have on the show, man. I mean, I, I, the number of, I've listened to a few podcasts that, that deal with like, you know, mental health or at least touch on it on occasion. And you can always tell when the host and or the guest is having a a moment when they're sharing these stories and then you and then they say you know hey if 
this is something that's going on, like you just said, you know, call this number or text this number. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's somebody's going to hear that, Marianne, and be like, thank you for sharing that to us. And that's what I hope. I really hope because, you know, I've had people – I had an acquaintance of mine text me, and it was like midnight, one o'clock. I, and I was literally just holding my blankets up turned off all the TV and everything. I was just closing my eyes and I got a text and their concern was that their 13 year old daughter, they were observing them for Maria. And she's gone. Oh, man, she seemed like she was getting to a really good point there. Right? I think it was her internet that was causing her to have issues. And and now your camera is zooming in and out. Like it? Oh, I can see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, do you have anything to kind of, you know, I mean, piggyback on? As far as, like, you know, yeah, definitely, you know... We know that we can, we can now we, at least I at least now know that you can text uh, the number Marianne mentioned, which I didn't think to write down and I should have, <laughs> but um, I think, if you, I think if you, you could probably go on like Google yeah, and it'll yeah. probably just, just like Google, you know, crisis hotline and it will give you all the numbers you need. But yeah, welcome back, Marianne. Maybe looks like she's frozen again. <laughs> All right. Um, maybe while while Marianne is struggling with her internet, let me uh, pull up the. Uh, okay. Oh, there she is. Is it just is it just me or okay? I think it's Sorry. just you, Marianne, because me and him have been talking while you were frozen. Huh. I uh, need to. I I just moved my office around, right? And you you guys have both been to my office. I have. Uh, I bought a, a new desk for my office. Nice. And so I moved, I literally just moved my, my computer five feet away from where it was. And I'm having issues ever since. I don't know. Maybe it could be, maybe it's, it's just a coincidence and there's something else going on with, with my Comcast, but, but I, I, sorry, I, I didn't mean to bounce out, but um, oh, no. I'm going to repeat that number again so that we can write it down and share it in our chat, uh, share it. On our page, it's 741-741. And I have mine saved on my phone because in the event that I, I have somebody that I need to share. And, and the reason why I actually I went and got this phone number specifically was I was trying to say before I got so rudely interrupted by my Internet that I had a, a, an acquaintance text me at like 1230 in the morning. As I say, just as I was getting ready to bed, that her 13-year-old daughter, that uh, stepdaughter, they were having a suicide watch for, oh, man. and that there was some issues that they were having, and and she was trying to get advice from me, and I'm thinking, why are you texting me? Well, I, I suspect I'm about to go to bed, and I'm, I'm allergic. To... First of all, I'm allergic to drama. Yes, okay, I, I am fully aware. 
I am very allergic to drama, and I and I'm not trying to come across as a, a heartless cold bitch. I but totally understand that. I'm not a professional. I'm not a professional. So what you're really doing is you're putting your stress on me, just as I'm about to close my eyes, go to bed. That's not. That's that's stealing my time from me. That's stealing my peace of mind from me. Like I don't know your child. I can't give you any advice about your child because I don't know your child. And and instead you're stressing me out. And then if something happens, I'm gonna feel horrifyingly guilty for something I had no control over. Right. I had no means of doing anything to help. So instead, if I ever get something like that again, I am going to respond with, I am truly sorry for every, the hardship of everything you're going through, but I am not a professional. Please, please text this number and, and communicate with them and they will be able to give you some guidance. That, you know, because I'm not a professional. I'm not the person, you know, and and that's the other reason, too, why I appreciate people who who post that where, you know, call me. And I think that, you know, I don't know if they honestly think that they're they're going to get any response if anybody's going to actually call them or if they think that, you know, they're patting themselves on the back going, look at me, I did a good deal. That's like giving a homeless person food while you're doing taking a selfie or live streaming it. Look, I'm giving them food. I'm, no, you're an I'm asshole. Helping. You're trying to make yourself look good. Yeah, yeah. You're no, you're not. If it's, you truly help, like anytime I've donated money, time, especially if I'm donating money, I tell that people just don't don't tell anybody who the, who did this. I don't want any recognition. Please, God, do not say anything. I'm not doing this to try and get recognition and please do not put my name all over anything. Cause I don't, I don't want anybody to know I'm doing this anonymously because I genuinely want to help somebody. I don't want to fucking stroke my ego and I, have, I you know, and, social media people do that. They'll like show a video of them handing a homeless person 50 bucks on a, on a video. I'm like, Okay. Yes. You, you're an asshole. You you're gave that asshole. person fifty bucks on camera, but did you take it back when you took the camera hmm. off? <laughs> Not even that. But did you get their did you get their permission? Oh, to be on did camera. Did you get their permission? Yeah, because if not, that's payment. You just gave them fifty bucks to be on your camera. You don't have their permission to do that. You know why would you do that? And to me, again, like if if God forbid, I would you know to fall on hard times like that, or, or somebody that I know in my, in my social circle, I don't want anybody, you know, like how horrible they already must be feeling and all the, the, the depression and all the other anxiety and everything else they're going through. And then to have it posted all over social media, right. You know, okay. So you're, you're profiting and benefiting off of my hardship. Fuck you. Yeah. Just, but so, so, again, so don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, don't, don't do it on don't. camera. Is what just she's don't. saying. Still give her money, you know, but don't do it on camera. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Just don't. Just don't. You know. Can Can we please talk about the uh, the biopic that Daniel Radcliffe is going to be doing first? Oh my God! Um, I knew that it wouldn't take Todd long to get to this. I I I'll let you uh, so have the I, floor. Well, I mean, I. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Because <laughs> I've been a longtime fan of Weird Al. I've, I've seen him more than, I, than I've seen any other musical act. I think I've seen him like five times. Um, and the last time I got to see them, I, I got to actually meet the man. So that was 
that was like my best birthday ever. Well, now it's like my second best birthday ever now that I've been to Disneyland. But, you know, but uh, and it's Daniel Radcliffe, you know, best known as Harry Potter is, is has been announced to be the, the play the lead role as as Al- Al- Albert Yankovic. Or Alfred Yankovic. Mm-hmm. So. Weird Al. Just, yes. Just Weird, Weird Al. Al. Yeah, That's all okay. anybody knows him from. Weird Al. If you, if you said Alfred Yankovic, I would be like, who? Yeah. Who? Was he the dude that lived on the corner next, you know, across the street from Grandma's? I don't know. <laughs> who the hell is he? Who? Weird Al. Oh, Weird Al. Oh, that yeah. Guy. The guy his, that's his saying job. about, you know, eating food and stuff. Yeah. But uh, it says here... Yeah, Weird Al Yankovic has announced that he is the writer, producer, and subject of the new biopic film Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story. Daniel Radcliffe will be will star as Yankovic. Epic Appeal is the film's director, or excuse me, Eric Appeal. I can read. I Actually, swear to God. Uh, I think it's Eric Apple. Uh, oh, it's it's. It, 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 yeah, is it pronounced like, Apple? Yeah. Okay. I think it's Apple. Okay. It's 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 spelled appeal. And if and, and if he has a problem with the way that we pronounce his name, he could come on our show and bitch about it. Right? Absolutely. We okay. totally like that. It's coming to the Roku channel and will be co produced by Funny or Die and Tango. Which means I'll have to install Roku on my TV. Fine. If I must. Uh you know what's funny about that? Like, if you was to ever ask me who would be a good, like, oh, what I was going to do a movie, who could play him? And, like, whenever it comes to biopics like this, whenever, like, Hollywood is like, oh, we're going to do an Abraham Lincoln movie. And then, like, you know, it, it kind of generates the conversation of, oh, who should play Abraham Lincoln or who should play Janis Joplin or who should play Joan Jett? And 99.9% of the time, we're always wrong. And then they pick somebody who were like, oh, I would have never thought about that. And then when you see the movie, it's like, oh. It, I mean, especially if they do well, it's like, okay, I get it. Like, you know, whenever I I, I watched the um, Bohemian Rhapsody movie. I was going to say, and, yeah. and I was like, I would have never thought Remy Malik would be a, you know. But then when I'm watching it, I'm like, I'm not watching Remy Malik. I'm watching a very young Freddie Mercury and this particular actor has like engulfed this, like just immersed himself into this character and is able to make it his own. You know, if if we're sitting around be like, who should play Freddie Mercury? I'd be like, the fuck if I know, like I wouldn't know who to choose. Yeah. But I, you know, like I thought, and speaking of like Abraham Lincoln, like, you know, I watched the the Lincoln with uh, Daniel Day Lewis that yeah. three what is it, like three hour long epic. I've never seen that movie. It's, it's really good. Um, Daniel Day Lewis does a really good job with it, but it's like you know with the facial and the prosthetics and stuff like that, like the makeup they do a really good job with him. You don't even see Daniel Day Lewis. You see you know what people think you know Abraham Lincoln, right? And he does such he such he does such a great job, and it's just like. Would I have ever? Oh, would he have been my first choice? Like, probably not. But that's why I do a podcast, and those guys, those producers, and you know, casting directors. That's why they make the big bucks, you know. So, yeah. You know, and it also goes on to say here: if, if this project sounds familiar, it's likely because Appeal or 
Apple, whatever, wrote and directed the, the, a trailer for a fake Yankovic biopic in 2013 for Funny or Die. And that was actually pretty funny. The It's like a oh, minute that- and a half long. The cast, uh, I was just reading the cast on that. That, you know, Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad and Gary Cole. Um, yeah, Aaron Paul was, was Yankovic. And it's, and it's, the, the trailer makes it look like it's like straight out of like Breaking Bad. Yeah. But I, no, have I'm, to, I'm, I haven't I'm seen the trailer. I'll have to watch it. It's, it's, well, it was, it was, it was out on Funny or Die's website, like, in 2013, so it's been around a long time. I may have seen something. Yeah. You probably posted it. Oh, I at know some I point. did. <laughs> I yeah, and it. I probably clicked on it. You're like, yeah, okay, it's weird out. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, Todd. I was like, cousin Todd. Of course, it's cousin Todd. If it was weird out, cousin Todd what? had a huge, like. Like, how do you call it if it's it's not a not a crush, a ma- but not like oh, I don't I totally it's, had a man like, crush on him. I was he was like my idol. I, enormous I, man crush. I, like yeah. he dressed like Weird Al. He talked like Weird Al. He would try and sing the Weird Al, and I'm like, just stop, <laughs> just stop. I, wait, wait, no, no, you gotta listen to this. You gotta listen. No, Marianne, Marianne, no, I need you. You need to listen. It's Weird Al. You're gonna love it. Oh fuck, no. Wait, it's wait, funny. You, it's you, so you, funny. Oh, go away. You no. mean you mean you mean you didn't legally change your last name to Yankovic? I don't think he thought about it. Todd. Did, did Yankovic. you wait? Hold on a second. Did you say Yankovic? Yeah. Yankovic, Yankovic. Weird Al. It's Yankovic. not, it's, yeah, okay. Okay, I got him Yankovic. started. Jemol. Okay, Jemol. Oh, Lord. Don't don't be messing with Todd's uh, bro crush. Dude. Don't. He, he's no, going to defend him. I wouldn't him. say it was a man crush. Honestly, it was, he was, he was like, he was the but first, was, he was the first celebrity that, like, really, I clicked with as far as, like, my sense of humor. And uh, everything I liked in life was like centered around his music. So yes, bro crush. Anyways, I I like I said that's why I said bro I didn't crush. I don't I don't know like how I would would call it because it's not really like a crush. It's more of like an idolization. Oh, dude, like he, you, I, I was a total fan. I, I, was a, him. I was a total. I was total a total fanboy. Of Weird Al, uh, for sure. Yeah. Before Fanboy was even a thing. Oh, yeah. it was a thing. They just didn't have a term for it. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. They didn't have a name for it. I know that, but I'm Uber telling fan, you. Trekkie, Trekker. Uh, that was you. Yes. That was you through and through. As, they, they, as, if you looked under the, the verbiage Fanboy, as they much would be as a AKA fan Cousin you, Todd with Laura, and, and your mom were for Star Trek. I was. Oh no no a, no no! So oh, you guys, you were worse. No, I was. You were worse. No, I was. Yeah, oh yes, you. No, were. no, no. I'm just gonna say yes, you were. You, you <laughs> but you were. I'm gonna continue. So... Saying no, because you guys, <laughs> you guys were huge into Star Trek forever. No, I love watching Star Trek and stuff, and I wasn't somebody. But I, uh, okay, I'm moving on. So I'm, I'm just gonna call it a tie, and move on. Let's talk about this less nerdy. Let's 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 go from the exact opposite. Less nerdy, and we got to talk about this. The, oh my god, this this gave me kind of a bit of a um, a, a, a female chubby. Um, 
Can a 1972 Plymouth Satellite Coupe run on a Tesla Model S engine? Dude, did you watch the video? I haven't got a chance to watch it yet, but I just just sit there and I think about it. There's a lot of, like, tech speak about how they did it and what they did and how they converted it and everything. Essentially, the the dumbed-down version of it is they took the the Plymouth uh, body and put it on the the frame of a Tesla S-Type. And they had to See? retro. They had to retrofit a bunch of shit for it to for it to fit properly. Here's the problem that I have with that. I think that it would be bad as as a three eighteen V eight engine. Oh my god, that like that right there. I, I dude. And they show they show this guy drag racing this thing. I'm drooling video. over this. I'm drooling over that. I had to clean it up. I was like, what's going to be less grotesque for the audience to hear? She's I'm just like, going to clean it up. I'm, I'm drooling. She had a, yes, I have wet, wet, she, like, she, oh, drooling over the 318 V8 engine. exploded all over her yes, face. Yeah, I saw that 318 V8 engine. I'm like, oh. I'm just, I picture being able to drive that in, like, the, the Nevada desert. Right. Where you have a nice, nice. Straight away. Straight away, where you can see for miles on a nice warm road, so you know that you got the rubber heated up on those the track that you could just haul. Oh, and he, ah. he can lock the front wheels and spin the rear tires to get them to warm up too. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, and he uh, shows him doing it too. He goes, "Watch!" He goes, "I hit that button, and I can lock the front wheels and let go of the brakes, and then it spins the back tires, and they warm up, and then I can un- undo the lock, and then all four tires will start going." The only problem, the only problem that I see that that's a lady boner killer on this is that it it's a Tesla motor and it doesn't make any sound. It doesn't have that engine sound. But, see, but no, Marianne, they, the they, they do have devices that he can install on this uh. that will make it sound <laughs> like whatever car you want it to sound like. Any car. Essentially, it puts a speaker under the hood. And it, it, it and it uh, it uh, depending it, on where it's you. It's not pr- quite the same. Though. It is the same though. You you don't know that it's an electric motor when you hear this thing revving up like that. Because it, it works with the pedal. Uh, it, it works with the pedal. So when you push the pedal, the harder you the the more you push on it, the 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 more throaty the engine sounds. The more engine sounds you get out of it, and it will sound like a normal engine. He just doesn't have it installed on this thing. I've seen those. On other vehicles, it can be done. Does the vibrations from that go through the whole vehicle, though? It's because a, it's electric motor, so it's going to have it's going to have torque, it's, right? Because this is one of those things that here's one of the things that makes a muscle car a muscle car. It's not just that throaty sound; it's, it's, it's that vibration that goes through the vehicle and through your body when when it it like. <laughs> You're like, oh, like my truck, my yeah. truck is throaty. Yes, yes. my truck. Your, your, when I your, step your on truck the gas, sounds like a whore. Yes, right. Yeah. You're like, oh, 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 you <laughs> filthy <laughs> bitch! You cost me so much money. I just spent a thousand dollars on the brakes today. God damn it! I had to pull up, and I'm like, she, you filthy bitch. So that bitch. I'm wrong. Then I'm not wrong. She's a whore. Oh, you filthy bitch. And then I get inside of you and I fire you up and I'm like, okay, you're forgiven. (laughs) But yeah, it's not the same as a a combustion engine for sure because it doesn't have that that feel, I don't think. I've not ridden in in one of those, so I don't know. 
And, and not I even do... writing it. It's even standing next to it. Like, so this last weekend, we went to Monster Truck, right? Yes, I saw the video. I'm like, oh. We went to Monster Truck, and I saw some cool shit. Did like, you, did, did you I, see I my was... comment, Lucky? Oh. Yes. Yes. And and the thing is, is that we, um, we were, I, I guess you probably don't want to hear that we were actually thinking we were going to add you to the ticket roster. And I was like, I don't know if you'd even like Monster Truck. And we were doing, well, yeah, we, were to, we were trying to get the, the tickets. And we were like, okay, well, we'll just do the kids. Yes. And so. But yeah, it was it was uh and we were sitting up there in nosebleed. But you know, it's it's at the Tacoma Dome, so there's really no such thing as nosebleed. I mean, you get to see everything, right? Yeah, and and they're, and they're so fucking loud. The, the the one time I went to a monster truck rally was at the actual Kingdom, and it was mm-hmm. so fucking loud. It was louder than any concert I've ever been to. Ever. Yep. Yep. That that's includes, why. That includes Motorhead. <laughs> And that's this is exactly why myself and my my youngest son were wearing earplugs. Nice. We were called pussies for doing it, but we we ain't no wussies. We don't need no earplugs by the other people. And I'm like, that's why you're fucking deaf and you can't hear half of the shit that I say. Huh? huh? I'm sorry, what? Huh? Yeah. What? <laughs> that's where I put in my earplugs. But yeah. even with the earplugs, yeah, you could still the 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 interesting part about it, the monster trucks was even with the earplugs, I couldn't hear people next to me. And it did it did um, dampen the sound, but it, what it didn't take away it did not take away the vibration that just when they read those whoa, motors, whoa, 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 whoa. yeah, the vibrations that came through. And you're like through the ground, <laughs> through the seats, and all the way through. Yeah, I was like, oh, <sighs> that was beautiful. I, I did get some really awesome video. I'll have to show it to you later. Oh, dude, we'll ha- you'll have to post it on the Facebook page so that people can. Witness. Yeah, they have a new truck. They have a new truck, uh, Earthshaker. And I'm telling you what, <laughs> it was beautiful. Like, I saw this truck. I was shocked because they were doing, like, uh, a stunt where they were what they call moonwalking the truck. So they, they put them up on the, the rear two wheels. All the other trucks went up on the rear two wheels. And this truck come out, Earthshaker come out, and it popped over on its front wheels and went cruising around in the front wheels and i was like oh my god i I just happened to be recording it and i was like that's so badass but yeah it was it was really cool to watch so but anyways my point getting back to the tesla is it it, it's it's like a it's uh the impossible whopper of cars yes yes I, it, it, yeah, yeah, the, 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 uh, it's the near beer. <laughs> yeah. It looks like beer. It, it, maybe it feels like beer, but it doesn't yeah. sound or feel like beer. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not saying that it's, it's not going to be something that I won't want to, you know, take a ride in.
Yeah, who's got a chubby now? I'm telling <laughs> you. I'm telling you that is. <laughs> and and that's something you can't get that from like a sound box. Like you, you might kind of can though like, because in, I, I, impossible. I watched I watched a video of someone who put one of these chips in their car. They had like a they had like a fucking like Nissan or fucking Honda or some shit. <laughs> and they seriously and they put this a thing in their car and, and yeah, it was a rice burner and and they had this thing mm-hmm. in, in in this thing so it it goes, I want him to make it sound like a 69 Charger. And he hits the button, and he started up, and he started revving it up. And it was like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay. I want one of those for my car. <laughs> <laughs> if I can make it my car, which is a, which is just a, a shitbox, I want it to yeah. sound like a, a, a monster truck or even like a muscle car, or the Dukes of Hazard car or whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking yeah. get one of those. I- I want my. I love the way my truck sounds. I love the way it just rumbles and it feels good. The fucking beast. I just, I just wanted to get me about twice as good gas mileage. I think I yeah. get about ten or twelve miles to the gallon. Well, that's the thing with with the, with the, the the only problem that I really have with Teslas is these are not like cross country vehicles. You you can't you can't like charge it up and go like four states away. You you have to. You have, to, and it's it's not like you can go and fill up your tank and and and, and then go for another yeah. hundred miles. It takes time to charge those things, even on a quick right. charge or whatever they're fucking called. Those tank, the, uh, the the quick charges as they're called or whatever they're fucking called, um, those minimum of I think two hours to charge a full battery. That's that's a long time if you were traveling, like if. For the weekend out right. of town, and you're going away. It means, so. it means you have to you have to plan your trip knowing where all the charging stations are. Yeah, from point A to point B, and Which, hoping that the, and hoping that the rest stops will have you know some available. You don't want to look yeah. like a lot lizard. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that term. I love it. I'm no. Who has a good callback this time? I, I, I taught I, I taught some of my um my, my coworkers that were about hey you guys know what a lot lizard is? I I will tell you. <laughs> well, as we all know, Marianne once said, it's not all clits and glamour, right? I was just thinking that. Yeah. Sorry, I, like, I didn't glamour. steal that too. <laughs> yeah, if, if you if you listen to the show long enough, you're gonna learn some shit. This is so true. This is so true. But yeah. the real question Not necessarily good stuff. The real question about about your vehicle, Marianne, is when you when you hit the gas, does the whole thing lurch to the side? Uh no, but it definitely it it'll get up and scoot. It yeah. will like, get up and you're like, move. You're like <laughs> Not- So if Romeo has Romeo has uh a we have the his and her avalanches and he tried to race me when I first got it. Yeah. And I, I toasted him. I just oh, gone. And then um, he was like, well, well, you got me at the beginning, but I caught up to you. And I'm like, that's because I let off the gas. What are you talking about? We were in our, you know, Jamal, we was, Jamal over by where uh, Prime Source was over there, by where you yeah. were covering us. That's where we yeah. were. We were coming down that oh, straightaway. That's a perfect place to race right? Right? that's a perfect place 
Yo, you, I, I can, I cannot tell you how many times I've sped to go to the subway. I would just be like, oh, let's see how, you know, with my little Honda Civic Coupe, just, <laughs> you know, when I had the Honda Element, it was, it took me like eight seconds to get to like, you know, 16 miles per hour. So right. that's not the kind of car you want to really go race yeah. it in, but man. So it's a fun yeah. place to do it. The, the first car that, that I had that was mine, I didn't have my driver's license at the time. My brother Glenn sold me his AMX Javelin. Oh. <laughs> Javelin. Wait, wait, hold on. You said AMX Javelin? Yes. Yeah, you're Googling it. Huh? Go- Google it. It's, 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 it's like what happens if you take a, a uh, uh, any other muscle car and just kind of <laughs> squish it a little bit? <laughs> Front and back, you just push it into the middle. Wait, you said AMX Javelin? Yes. AMX, okay. It yeah. might come up as AMC Javelin, but it's an yeah. It came AMX. up as AMC. It, okay. But it said AMX Javelin on it. But and the, oh, okay. whole, the whole thing when I when I hit the when I hit the gas, the whole thing went. And it would lean. It would lean to the right. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like, a... I'm like, I, I I get to drive this. <laughs> <laughs> I only drove it twice. And then, uh, I had a Buick Skylark. I had a Buick Skylark that I bought at an auction. Damn. I bought a Buick Skylark it, for like three hundred bucks. Yeah, and it did the this same car's thing. Only been a, this car is like been around for what five? Uh, not too long actually. The production from sixty-seven to seventy-four. Yeah, I don't remember what year it was. I just remember it hmm. was a beast. The whole thing yeah. would lean to the right whenever you hit the gas. It just, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is that normal? And my friend's like, no, that just means it's a, <laughs> it's it that's that's a big fucking engine. Yeah, I think it needs to be tuned a bit, but gas, yeah, it'll get you from one gas station to the next. <laughs> it might well, it it got me out to renting and back to grandma's house at least twice. So. <laughs> and then and then. Yeah. That, well, that was that was a that was a few years before I got my license, and uh, I got I got I got uh, I got a talking to by Glenn. He's like, "Yeah, you can't drive that until you have your license." I was like, "I don't get my license unless I, you know, have some experience driving." He was like, "Well, you sh- I would never put you at that a- at any age in that car. I mean, oh, dude, I I I I fucking love driving that car. I cut." I, yeah. Like I said, I only drove it twice, but you know, I was I was forbid, I was forbidden to drive it again until I got my license, and you know, oh. between the time that I last drove it and uh, um, I eventually got my license was probably like five or six years, and uh, actually know that, yeah, that was about six years. Um, I was twenty five when I bought that car off of Glenn. I drove it twice. I got caught when I got home the second time. He took the keys from me, and then I just never bothered with it after that. And he goes, well, you know, it just sat in the backyard forever, you know, for several yeah. years. And uh, at one point, one of the windows got knocked out. Somebody, you know, yeah, a, a fight happened in the backyard, and a window got knocked out or some shit. But, uh, uh-huh. you know, that's how my brothers were. Are. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say were. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. No, that was yeah. That solidified my love of muscle cars for sure. 
because I've liked the, the the sound of them, and I've ridden in, in a number of them over the years. I think my first time riding in a muscle car was when Joe. I think it was had a Nova. I think it was a Nova. Try to remember. Oh, he had a oh, sick-ass car. It was a Chevelle. And it had a special shifter on it. It had a slam, a, a racing shifter. It was a hearse. So what they call the slam shifter on yeah. it, so that you had you couldn't put it in reverse. You had to like grab the hook and pull it back to put it in reverse. Right. And then it had captain seats in it, so that when you went to go get out, there was they swiveled, so that when you opened the door, they would swivel, and then you stepped out. Yeah. And it was that car went so fast. I remember going to the Puyallup Fair one year with you guys, and it was that was that was in the eighties when that happened. So that was during the yeah. time of Duke's Hazard being on the TV, and I remember yeah. thinking, "Oh, this must be what it's like for the Duke boys," you know. Yeah, was, yeah. I'll tell you what. I remember getting a phone call from my brother. I got. He called me. It must have been freaking one o'clock in the morning. Don't tell mom. <laughs> so I always knew it was something was up. <laughs> Don't tell mom. I need you to come into downtown rent and pick me up. And I was like, okay, where are you at? I'm over here by the drunk tank. What was it, that bar that you called? You used to call it like the drunk tank. Oh, I have no that idea. was in. Anyways, it was it was in Maine, down in the main area of, of Renton, back you know, and uh, I went and picked him up, and I was like, I called, and I'm like. You got your car. Why aren't you driving? He goes, don't worry about it. Just come get me. And I went to go pick him up. And I've never seen him. Like, this was after, shortly after he got out of the Marines. So he was still like a Billy badass. He was still pale. And he was kind of shaking. And he said, the gears locked up on him. And he was doing 120 through town. Through downtown. Oh, yeah. That's and, how you do it. Yeah. And luckily, it was like 1, 1.30 in the morning. He's like, he had he was kicking to try and get it. To, to go to neutral or something to to slow it down, anything. And he finally was able to get it into neutral and killed the e-brake by um, just, like, using the e-brake and got it pulled over. And, and he he's like, I'll get it towed tomorrow. I'm not – because I don't even want to get into it. But it scared him so bad because he was going so fast that he had no control of it at all. And, you know, if you've been in downtown Renton, they have a lot of one-way streets and they have a lot of curvy streets and they have, it's just, it's hard enough to drive and navigate through to, through downtown Renton on a good day and with a car that's working. But, man, when you got something that's out of control and that's doing 110 through town, 120 through town, oh my God. it's brown trouser time. <laughs> He's wearing his brand shorts. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, and the funny thing is I just heard recently that uh, Renton is going to be changing those one-way streets into two-way streets. Yeah. So, I've, been hearing that nice. for, I've been hearing that for years. They've been wanting to do that for years, and then I heard that they wanted to get rid of that, the bus... Um, you know that bus depot area. They're trying. They, I'm hearing that they want to get rid of that too. The park and ride. That really? Yeah. Why? They're really trying to revitalize that whole area. Oh, well, I mean, if they're going to put in businesses, I can see them doing that. But yeah, you know. like that whole park and ride. I think they're trying to get rid of that. Yeah. Because mm. you know, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I can kind of understand. 
I really can't. Because, they're, because they're really the thing, gentrifying downtown Renton. I mean, it's, yeah. what they're really trying to do is from again, and this is you know from what I've been hearing from the people that have businesses there, is that they're trying to draw people away. From, well, not draw away, but they're trying to kind of compete with the landing, because with the the rent landing has like all kinds of like. You know, they have the fries, they have the, you know. Not anymore, these... they don't. <laughs> oh, it's not there anymore? Fries is is an, is an empty building now. What happened? Well, oh, they did close, huh? Yeah. Wow. Dude, that's yeah, they went out of business during the pandemic. Oh, that's so. Wow, that's so crazy to think about that. I think it was during the pandemic. I know it's within the last couple of years, at least. Well, that would have made sense, but yeah, wow. Well, I mean, to be honest... Fry's was not a great place to go shopping. It was never like you go you go in there and you look for someone to help you with something and yeah. there's nobody to be seen. The moment you're like in there just wandering because you're bored and have nothing better to do with your time and you just want to look at shit and do some window shopping, that's when they're all over your ass like, you know, are you, you know, they're doing the can I help you because they think you're going to steal shit. Yeah. Oh, and I thought they just liked me. No, no. I, Anytime I, you have that, can I help you? Is probably because I think you're they're gonna they're worried that you're gonna steal something. Mm. I think that when I first uh, first went, when they first came out, I went to go see it, and they had pretty they were not bad, but yeah, always a little bit too big. Oh, I gotta share with you guys. Oh man, that just made me randomly think about a, a story that I, I read today. It was actually really it was very sad. Um, ADD brought to you by <laughs> Marianne. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hello. Now you just you, can, you just went and derailed my thought oh, again. I'm sorry. You're Actually, t- it's not even really ADD. I've I really you know I, I've come to the, I'm I'm coming to to grips with menopause brain. Like a lot of women have heard of pregnancy brain, like when the women are pregnant and how their brains are just kind of scattered and blah 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 blah. Oh, is that what I, that is? <laughs> I've, come, I've come to to grip with the the fact that menopause has its own little menopause brain too, where shit just comes in and pops right back out. You know, I've literally, literally have had my phone open. I go to get my phone to go look something up. I will open my phone, and I will go to type something into my phone or pull something up, like a uh, you know, out of one of my notes, and then I'll look at my phone and go, "Why the hell did I open my phone?" And then I'll get distracted again and I'll start playing a game on my phone or look at Facebook and then I'll close it and go and, and lock my phone back up and set it down and go, shit, shit. I was grab my phone to look at something and then go to, and then I repeat again. I will open back my phone. I'll put in my code. I will look at my phone and go, Oh, look my game. And start playing the game. Man, you just described, you just described what I do when I go to the bathroom. Yeah. Same. (laughs) And I was gonna say you're, you're you, that's you know what you can call it you can call it menopause brain, but I can guarantee it there's there's elements of ADD in your head. In oh, all I'm of sure. ours, our family is full of fucking ADHD. Yeah, absolutely. Fucking, you know, none of us are neuro neuro. Uh, I'll I'll go to the bathroom just to check my stocks, and then and then the next thing I know, I'm there's like a story that pops up, and I'm like, oh, and then midway through, you know, using the bathroom, I'm like. I really came in here for a reason. Like, there was a reason I came in here to, like, you know, 
And it, and then by the time I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to go check my stocks or, oh, there's an email that popped up. I got to read this email. Yeah. So yeah. you, that's, that's me every day. You know, it was interesting because I was reading an article that was talking about our brains and how it much time it takes from the minute we get distracted to get back on track. And it actually takes like, a, it was like a significant amount of time. I was reading it today. I was like five minutes, five minutes from when you glance at your phone and look at a text or look at an email to get fully back engaged in what you were doing. And by that time that you've gotten fully engaged back to what you're doing, you've already had other distractions and you've already had emails pop up or notifications on your phones or something else. So we're never truly fully engaged in what we're working on, what we're doing. Yeah. Good Lord, I have all these shiny thing moments. Unless you do what I do sometimes and put your phone down. Um, what? I'll go on the train. Wait, yeah, you, you can do the... that? No, oh get God. out of here. I, you, you have to surgically remove some people's phones from their hands for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, if you go, if you, if you ever, like, go anywhere where, like, people are waiting, like, for a train or a bus, what are the people doing? They're looking at their phones, even if right. they're like with each other. They're looking at their phones. You, you, you go to a you go to a train station or in New York or up here we call them you know parking rides. It's like The Walking Dead. Everyone's staring at their phone. This is kind of oh speaking oh god. Uh, this happened to me yesterday. I was uh, doing deliveries. I that, I was talking about that, and all of a sudden it reminded me of something that happened to me. Um, I was making deliveries out in in, in my hometown of Issaquah. And I was pulling into the parking lot for Safeway, and as I'm pulling into a, into a parking space, someone hits my car. A pedestrian hits my what? car. Like they 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 walked into my side mirror and and moved it in. Oh, you didn't hit them; they hit you. They they. I mean, I was moving, but I they wasn't walked mo- into you. They walked into me. They were looking at their phone like this, and they walked into my yeah. car. And I didn't see them because it was raining so heavy until I saw my side mirror go plop. And I go, what the fuck? And I slammed on the brake. And, of course, they just they they wandered off with their phone in their hands. They didn't sat, stop and say, oh, God, I'm, I'm sorry. You okay? Uh, Nothing. Uh, 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 yeah. That must, that, 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 that must have been a very interesting Pornhub video. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you, man, I was I – was, literally just trying to park my car in, in a parking space and this woman bumped into my vehicle i didn't see her she was not wearing any, anything that would make her stand out in the dark until my side mirror got pushed in because she walked into my vehicle you mean her phone didn't have a reflector it should have, right? Maybe, maybe like that's a, what we should. We should. We should like start marketing yeah. cell phone covers that are reflective. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Because somebody's gonna steal our <laughs> a billion, and then we're gonna be like, "God damn it, we talked about it first. No, no. Well, we if we proof. talk about it, we we have proof that we talked about it here on the show. Okay, you've heard it here patent, first. We pat, have patent, patent pending, pending, patent pending, patent <laughs> pending, patent Refle- pending, reflective phone cases. So, you, so if you're if you're walking while playing Angry Birds or whatever the fuck people play on their phones these days, hello, we play we play Pokemon. Hello, Pokemon. Oh yeah, Pokemon Go. The the Pokemon Go cases should have reflective tape on them. 
all phones should, you know, so that when you're walking around, but it shouldn't be just on the backside because that's the part that's pointed to the ground. You should have like, it, sh- it should like illuminate or light up in, when it gets dim. I don't know. Or here's a better idea. We just give them helmets that says, I'm stupid. And then I think <laughs> I think that just covers it. Like, oh, yeah, no, wait, we Jamal, don't have to say stupid. Distracted. Jamal, I'm distracted. Those already exist. They're red hats that say MAGA. Uh, <laughs> uh, MAGA 2024. Uh, <laughs> it's America. It says MAGA on front and I'm stupid on the back. Yeah. Well, we don't need to go that far. We can just say they're distracted. Clearly. I'm distracted when I do that. So, so I don't remember. Did we talk about like the whole like new thing with the QAnon people and their fight against COVID? Oh Lord, Wait, what are they doing now? They're actually fighting against COVID. The the, the you know the, to prevent themselves from getting COVID, they're all drinking their own urine now. Oh yeah, we talked. Oh, about we that. talked about that one. But what's the late? No, there was one that was more recent than that. No, that that's we, the most recent started. one. I thought. No, no we, we definitely talked about the urine. Look, we that's talked about the I urine. Would, I would never forget that. Hold on, hold on. I I literally was just reading that before show. Before show, we were talking about the latest one is. Let wait for it. Talks amongst yourself. We gotta communicate. <laughs> well, I, I find this because I just I literally just read this article about the the HRT. Oh yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's yeah, right. That's right. Yes, HRT. Yes. So <laughs> I just watched the video. So the anti-vaxxers are now taking feminizing HRT. For those of you who don't know, that's fem- that's hormone, hormone replacement re- therapy, therapy yeah. to try and cure COVID. Okay. And life is getting so hard for them. Everyone's being so mean. What in the hell has to go? through your mind as a dude to take hormone replacement therapy. I, I swear the people that are coming up with these are fucking trolls. Oh my God, they've got to be. They've, they've got to be because there's no be. fucking way someone's going to say, you know what? HRTs are the answer. That's what's going to keep us safe from this disease. Not the, not the vaccine, but HRTs are going to save us from this disease. Why am I growing breasts? You know? Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God! Did you watch that show yesterday? Why am I crying? I'm so angry. I'm raged. I like. I've I've had my own natural, my God given hormones. Being a woman, there is no way in hell that I would take those raging hormones from oh my, my my teenage years, my pregnancy years, none of those years. Oh my god! If you told me that that stuff cured COVID, I would be like, I'll pass. <laughs> I'll let nature take its course. There's got to be something well, better. There's got to be something easier. And the thing is, is I, I, the first time I heard about this was actually I was, I was scrolling through TikTok because I was bored out of my mind, and. And it shows someone looking at an article talking about HRTs, and they just said, who's going to tell them? Anyone going to tell them? I'm not going to no. tell them. Are you going to tell them? No. no. <laughs> you know? You know? It's okay. If you if you try drinking bleach, you try drinking your own urine, and none of those things worked, 
you didn't get the results that you were hoping for. Here's our latest in the fight against COVID. HRTs. Men, it's okay. It's okay. Your your nipples will feel a little bit tender. We we need to do like a commercial for for megas, you know, and 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 have like the list of all the uh, the side effects that HRTs cause may cause may cause uh, sensitive nipples. (laughs) And when we say sensitive, we mean don't get any piercings at this time. Oh God! May, May cause you to cry at tissue commercials. (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh uh <clears throat> rage you get enraged when you know you you what? turn into a a, a a flaming karen why won't these pants fit me <laughs> yes yes exactly you'll feel like you, you too will know what it's like to go through menopause but if you take some hrts I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't be laughing at these things, but I'm just, I have this visual in my head of like these lumberjack looking dudes, you know, who ride Harley Davidson's and like their sports and, uh, you know, they drink their PBRs and, you know, and all of a sudden they're like complaining about how sensitive their nipples are. And, you know, you know, I really don't think that the type of people who drink their own urine um, take HRTs. Uh, drink bleach or any or or um, ivermectin. You know, take horse dewormer. Is in any of our demographic, our listening audience demographic? I really don't think so. I hope. And not. if they are, if they are, I think that we are. No, no. If they are, then they're mm-hmm. listening just to poke fun at our theories and poke holes at our theories. Oh, they're, they're getting like, angry. Ugh. They're angry. These oh, motherfuckers. these don't know. These goddamn fucking. These yeah. fucking libtards. Send your hate mail to hello at notaboutupod.com. <laughs> like, these motherfuckers don't know. These damn. Oh, God. It's like, I'm like, wh- like, what are you doing listening to us? Go beat your kid in a drunken rage or something. <laughs> what the hey. fuck are you doing listening to us? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my no. God. I think half half of their talk show hosts have all passed away from COVID, haven't they? A lot of them, yeah. You you keep seeing more and more like these anti-vaxxers. That um, there was actually a, a representative in the state of Washington, yeah, just last month who died, yeah, who was a hardcore anti-vaxxer. Um, you're hearing about a lot of these different people who, surprise, surprise, they're they're hardcore anti-vaxxers. And you know, right now with this Omicron, I know that like the I think the latest thing that people are doing is. They go, well, you know, Omicron isn't that bad. I'm going to go ahead and just go catch it. And I'm going to tell you, that is that is a really, really horrible idea. because Especially if you're not vaccinated. Um, and the thing is, though, is even if you are vaccinated, you absolutely don't know. Here's, first of all, I was talking, uh, I was talking to uh, a, a work person, and they were saying, hey, well, you know, the great news about people with, with the Omicron is that the CDC is only now saying that they recommend five-day quarantine instead of the 14-day or the 10-day quarantine for Delta. Delta variant is a 10-day quarantine, and Omicron is only a five-day quarantine. And I said, yeah, that's amazing. Um, here's here's just one question. When somebody tells you, hey, I tested positive for COVID, uh, how do you know what variant it is? And they're like, uh good point 
and that's just it. Because if anything happens, you know, it, it, from a work position, if you don't know and you have somebody who you allow to come back to work after five days and it turns out that they had the Delta variant and then they expose other people, then you are now liable for everybody who was exposed. Um, and, and this is one of those things is that even if, so if you go to get exposed, you're like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, the best way to cure, like if you've had like the doctors, I was talking to the doctors, uh, uh last week and one of the doctor was telling me, he said, you know, Hey, the, somebody who has been vaccinated and boosted and has had coronavirus already, they have the absolute most protectant. They have the absolute the most protections, but here's the thing is that again, why are you going to try and catch COVID? Because you don't know how ultimately your body's going to respond to that. Um, a lot of people, I know a lot of people, this new Omicron, I know a lot more people very much closer to my social circle that I did with Delta variant that got that, that got the Omicron that are still at home quarantine or just got out of quarantine because of having COVID. And while the symptoms are a lot lighter and not as scary, like you're not losing with the Omicron versus Delta, you're not losing um, taste or smell. However, not everybody with Delta lost taste or smell, that sense of taste or smell. So you don't know. You can't just go, oh, well, I know it's Omicron because I haven't lost my sense of taste or smell. That's not true because not everybody does. And you do not know how your body's going to react to it. And more importantly, if you do catch it and you go before you know that you've caught it and you go while you're still contagious, you could be spreading it to people who are highly sensitive, who maybe can't get the vaccine. Like we've talked right. about people in our, our social circle and our, our world that can't get the vaccine right. for whatever health reasons. So it is a bad idea. It is a bad idea. It is a <coughs> bad idea. And, and if I didn't say it before, it is a bad idea to try and go catch the, the hey, hey, Marianne, Marianne coronavirus. In case you didn't know, it's a bad idea. Right. It is just a, a an absolute bad idea all the way around. Yes. Um, and it, it, why take unnecessary risks? Like right now, a lot of people are like, well, this is what we need to do. It's not that serious. So now it's the time to go get the coronavirus. Well, if you guys haven't been paying attention, um, I read an article that was saying that the Seattle schools district in the first three weeks of January had more infections, more positive COVID cases than in 2020 and 2021 combined. Wow. Okay. So wrap your head around that. More in the first three weeks than the first two years combined. That's how prolific this new variant is. Okay. So chances are, yeah, it, it's like trying to Jump! If you you guys ever watch where they're trying to maneuver through lasers and they're using the sprays to get through the lasers, that's what you're trying to do with this with this new Omicron. Yeah, because it is people so are just contagious. walking right through the middle of it without any precautions whatsoever. And I I am just shocked. I am shocked at how many people I'm seeing right now not wearing masks. And I'm like, you fucked hard. Get away from me. Like, stay very far away from me because I don't need to, you know, that's how people catch this shit. Right. You know, I'm, I, I'm, so 
speaking, we're talking about COVID. Um, <coughs> the the newest thing that we're doing in our country is uh, the Biden administration has decided that they're going to send every household that applies for every household, one per household. Don't don't be trying to be hoarders. One per household. Uh, enough test instant test kits for four people. If you got more than four people in your house, you're screwed. If you got less, you got yeah. extra. I, I tried signing up to get some, but my roommates already beat me to it, so I was unable to. And how many people do you have in your household? Uh, four. And that includes you? Includes myself, yeah. Okay, so I would have that conversation with them and say, hey, you know one of those is mine, right? I'll, I'll ask for one, yeah. And explain, you know, hey, I can't get... So, and the reason I say it, so, um, and they actually were supposed to have gotten released today but they were in actuality it was yesterday they they had it up and running a day early i as soon as i saw that they were doing it i signed up for it and sent it off so that i will have them coming to my house for i'll have a, a, a set of four and i happened to be at walmart yesterday we were at walmart and as we were standing there we we're at the pharmacy and i heard somebody say hey do you got any of those covid te- instant tests and the pharmacist was like, yeah, probably not. But if we did, they'd be on that quarter shelf right there. Dude walked over, grabbed one, and left. And I was like, what? And, they, and I went over there, and there was like three of them on the shelf still. And I snatched two of them. And I left one on the shelf. And I was like, I went, <laughs> I don't want to be one of those quarters. And well, I... Buying two when there's three... Uh, maybe it was. I didn't want to be a hoarder. And one of the ladies in line, she goes, oh, my God, are those one of those those instant tests? And actually, I think there was four. She goes, I need two of those. She goes, because I have four people. We have to, we're going to a funeral, and we have to show negative tests before we can go to the funeral. And so she snatched two of them. And I had two of them in my hand. And I was like, I put it back, and then I went and grabbed it again. And I was like, I was wrestling. I'm like, okay, I cannot be a hoarder. I'm not going to be a hoarder. I'm going to give this in case somebody else needs it. And I put it back on the shelf. And literally, as soon as I put it on the shelf, this arm came around the the aisle. (laughs) Like, I didn't even see the whole body didn't come out. The (laughs) arm went around the the, the aisle, reached in, and snatched the test off the, the shelf before I could change my mind and took off. And I was like, okay, well, clearly somebody needed it more than we did. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, and the prices have gone up. The prices, when I, I first bought... How expensive my, are they? For a, a set of two, the prices were originally like $15. They're $14.50. Well, that was a cost. But they had a moratorium on that, and the moratorium expired that stores and like um, Amazon and all that could only sell them at the cost. They couldn't jack up the prices. They had to sell them at cost. So that expired. So the test that I, from yesterday was 20 bucks. So it got, a, it went up like five fifty. That's not, that's still you know, not was like bad. I was expecting it to be like hundreds of dollars. No, it's, it's for two tests. It's like 20 bucks. So ten dollars a test, which versus going in and getting a, a and, and because I have that that shoot tomorrow, we uh, Romeo and I are doing a cut video tomorrow, 
my concern is is that if they don't have any of the, they they were back and forth with us like hey you have to have a negative COVID test before you can come in and uh, hey by the way we don't have any of the insta tests we can't get our hands on any so you guys are gonna have to go get your own test 48 to 72 hours before the shoot and then then they sent another email and said hey well we got we'll we'll test you here and so i'm like well, crap, I don't know if they're going to test us or not. So that's why I bought the test so that I could take to the video shoot with us tomorrow. And if they go, hey, you didn't get a COVID test, I'd be like, give us 15 minutes. Here we go. You can see the test. We're about to go take them. And or if you've got your, your COVID um, safety person, uh, your COVID supervisor, that's what they call them. It's a COVID supervisor. They Here's the box. You can see it hasn't been tampered with. It hasn't been open. Brand new open it up and you can administer the test so that you know the results are accurate. So we're still out on, we're still out on how that's going to happen tomorrow. But, oh, and then the other thing that I just saw today that this just came out today is that, um, and, and I think Jamal, when we were doing the radio show, back when this all first popped off in 2020, um, we were talking about how the federal government had, um, the federal government had a stockpile of N95 masks that they were just holding. They were sitting on N95 masks. You know, we had hospitals, all that stuff. They were rinsing out their masks. They were trying to decontaminate masks and reuse and reuse and reuse because they couldn't get their hands on anything. And then what they could, instead of it costing them 50 cents, was costing them like 10, you know, 50 bucks. Um, they now are releasing these stockpiles to Americans, but they're going to be doing it by giving them to the health department and to um, uh, other areas that are doing testing, COVID testing. So in the communities, they're going to be giving them out to communities enough for every American to get four per person. But you have to go pick them up. And they're, uh, they're, they're pushing that through today. They're pushing that through today, but they're not sure when they're going to be available. Well, I will say this. Um, let's see. Today I did uh, one, two, about... so. Every funeral home that I go to, they have masks sitting there, and I grab them. Two things that I grab when I go to funeral homes when I'm, I'm delivering a casket. I grab a few, a handful of pens, and I got like, <laughs> I got so many pens from different funeral homes. I got to be careful whenever I take out a pen to give them the sign. Uh, whenever I'm doing a delivery, I'm like, I'm like, oh shoot, uh, sorry, wrong pen. Here, here's yours. Um, I. Uh, they expect it. They're okay with that. Yeah. I, I get, um, I take pens and I grab masks. Oh yeah. You know? The masks for sure. Cause they have the masks just sitting there in case, you know, people come in of course, and they want to like do viewings or whatever, but I'll grab like a bunch of masks. So in the van that I drive, there's like masks everywhere. I got masks all over the place. I should probably be selling the masks that I take. From <laughs> the, um, like I should just be like, I should just have like caskets open like in the back open just be <laughs> like a casket full of masks like hey you guys want to end up in here here wear these like just right? just just take these um it's uh you know and it's just like so as far as them 
stop piling on masks. I'm like, hey, you hold on to them, you know, save it for your, uh, save it for people, you know, save it for people who really, those K95 masks, I, I think they're pretty dope masks. I, I would totally wear them, but I don't mind walking around looking like either a ninja or a failed surgeon. Um, yeah. If it meant that, you know, I got, I got like Cobra! all these black, like <laughs> I got these black masks that I've been getting from some of these funeral homes. And then of course I get like, again, I just reached in two different parts of my apartment mask here mask here yeah so Dude. i got these and uh and then of course some of the ones that i also have are like packaged you know like like these right packaged. here nice. yeah so i don't mess around man like you know like like i talked like i said before you know in 2020 when they were just like we're gonna we're gonna lax the mask mandate in like february not in february like like in the fall or whatever and yeah. i said look i'm probably gonna wear this well into like next year in july yeah. And fast forward to now, we're in 2022, January, and I'm not going anywhere. I don't go nowhere without my mask. I don't I, either. I actually have my mask on a lanyard so I don't fucking lose it. Yeah. That's that's handy, you know. And the thing is, is that when I go to some place that has masks, like a doctor's office or a business that has them, I literally will walk over, grab a fresh one, pull off the old one. As I'm like simultaneously taking off the old one and, and putting on the new one at the same time. So, yeah. Like, I'll grab a jacket or like one of my cargo pants. And like, if I'm like, you know, like fishing around, I'll find masks that I probably put in like a week ago that I haven't worn. You know, it's almost like it's almost like finding like a dollar that you just left in your <laughs> pants pocket. Yeah. I'm like, oh, look, another mask. You know, and I could walk out of my house right now without checking my pockets and I could guarantee myself. There's a mask in one of my pockets and one of the layers that I'm having. Right. Well, the thing is, the thing is, though, is between the two masks. Sorry, Cousin Todd. The thing is, is that the difference between the surgical mask and the N95 is the coverage or the um, efficacy of those masks. And a N95 or the KN95 is a higher protection than the surgical mask. Yeah. That's why they're talking about with, you know, and, and personally, I don't know about you guys, but I personally, I'm against, I'm against them giving them out. I'm absolutely against them giving them out to the public. Absolutely not. If anything, they need to make sure that every single hospital in our country is well stocked and able to keep our healthcare workers protected and yeah. safe because they need that higher. Right protection than John Q public, even yeah. with Omicron, they absolutely need to be yeah. highly protected. And so when I think about, you know, and I also know that it, for those who, who may not have heard this, because that, like I said, I was back in when this all broke out, when all of this uh, started popping off back in 2020, 2019, actually, which is why it's COVID-19 is because of 2019, um, or coronavirus 2019, and that's COVID-19 for common term is that we had president, which was back in the day of, of Trump, when we had a huge stockpile, we F, the feds had a national stockpile of these the KN uh, the K9 uh, the N95 sorry N95 mask, the higher quality which are considered a respirator, and when this started popping off in China in 2019, Trump sent hundreds of thousands of masks to China which put us in a bind when it hit America. 
And that's one of the reasons why when we had such a huge shortage right there at the beginning. So living, like learn from our experiences. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's learn from our experiences. And instead of handing all those things out, knowing how hard it is with supply chain breakdowns right now in 2022, we're, we're having massive supply chain breakdowns. We're having massive uh, transportation issues because people are, you know, we see businesses are getting shut down because everybody's got COVID. Um, let's make sure that we hold on to those to make sure that our healthcare providers are protected because we need to make sure that they don't get so sick that we end up having to close down hospitals because they don't have enough people to work a hospital. That sounds reasonable. I agree. Which means they're not going to do it because it sounds reasonable. It is reasonable. And that's not, that's why it's not going to happen. So I don't know. I personally will collect my four and find out about doing a, a donation to a local hospital. Here's my four, you know, um, yeah. anything other than that. I mean, I'll wear my mask. All I, all I was going to say was that <clears throat> I can say that um, I just started doing like uh, Amazon Flex or yeah, Flex, which is essentially like um, DoorDash, like DoorDash, but for Amazon packages. Right, right. And you go to one of their giant warehouses and you pick up a bunch of boxes and they uh, you scan a barcode on the, the group of, of packages you have and it gives you a list of where everything goes directions to the houses and whatnot and while you're there they say do you need any any uh any masks do you need any any uh you know hand sanitizer i was like no i got some of my car but thanks i never i never take them because i always i have i already have a bunch of masks and i have i have one of those little bottles of uh, hand sanitizer that has baby yoda on it so <laughs> yeah yeah and it's good to have that see and that's again that goes back to me yesterday not wanting to hoard you know, those tests, because that's something that I do have some tests. I have those tests available to me right now that I've been holding on to in the event that I need them. Like I bought four tests way back in uh, August. Oh, that's that cute. Back in August, I bought some tests and I've been holding on to them since. And yeah. I've had to use one. I used one back in around. Remember. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to rate, review, and tell a friend. Thanks for tuning into another episode of It's Not About You with Jamal, Marianne, and Cousin Todd. Be sure to check them out on all their social medias at Not About You Pod. <laughs>